You might be asking, what is swill? Well, we'd like to think it's the cheap stuff you breeze by in the beer aisle. Is any of it worth buying? We're Good Swill Hunting, searching for the best of the cheap stuff. We brought together an industry insider, an outsider, and a couple of normal guys to balance things out. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. All right, we got a great episode ahead for you today of Good Swill Hunting. We are joined by our whole group. We've got our insider, our outsider, our balancer, and we are ready to go with a really interesting beer that I'm glad that we're trying on this show. This is Iron City Beer, brewed in Pittsburgh. And I think yins are in for a for a real treat. If you're not familiar with Pittsburgh, they don't say y'all, they say yins. Hey, did you see that? Did you see that Pirates game? Yeah. <laughs> How about the Penguins? Pirates game? Yeah. So uh, the Penguins. We're gonna we're we're gonna be we're gonna gently you know prod people from Pittsburgh. Well, we love you. I used to live outside of Pittsburgh, and, and so I'm I feel ex- like I can I, I can a lot make of fun. Pittsburgh friends. Yeah, love sure on you guys. And I'm love excited because I've been wanting us to get into some of these regional budget beers. Yeah, and, and right. This is, I think our first one that we've done. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. This this is you know we're we're gonna try and do more and more of that. We've got a list of beers, by the way, folks, and I, we'd love for you to reach out and add to it. But we have got beers all over the United States that we're trying to get a hold of. Uh, that are that are cheap. We've, we're looking at places in, in Baltimore and, and New York and Seattle, and we're trying to get those sent to us so we can try them on the show and let you know whether or not they're worthwhile. Because hey, it's a big world of beer out there, and uh, you know, it is a world. big, sudsy, beautiful world. <laughs> All right, so let's start with some feedback. Um, now, this is a little different. This was not from listeners, but I was. In the grocery store, in the beer aisle, go figure. That's where I spend most of my time. I'm at the grocery store browsing for things maybe we could try on the show. And a, a woman uh, came by and she was looking at the you know same beers I was. And she was shorter. She was probably in her 60s, you know, gray hair, had a big smile on her face. And she had a deep, deep accent. I like where this is going. Yeah. Do you like this? Give me the Minnesota accent. How, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Hey. So hey. she was like, hey, you know, they have this uh, Yingling uh, 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 warm. And I'm like, you want warm beer? Is that how you drink it? Where you wearing your hair steed and name badge? No, no. <laughs> she, were you in the uniform? She, she noticed I was really studying each beer. So she just figured she'd ask me. And so I was like, you want warm Yingling? She's like, yeah, yeah, you know, in Minnesota, we don't get this there. And I was like, wait, you don't get Yingling in Minnesota? And Brian, we talked about this way back in the first pilot episode. Uh, about That's Yingling's so rollout, and apparently there are still states that don't even have Yingling. Absolutely, and I feel really bad for her because New Glarus is a huge regional brewery out of Wisconsin with the Spotted Cow. She oh, can't even so get good. that in Minnesota. Really? No, they don't sell outside the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, I've, I've tried to get spotted. Lady, I feel really bad. So, well, you know, I was really curious why she wanted it warm. I thought maybe that's the way she I have friends who drink warm beer. That's just, They prefer it that way. But no, she wanted to take it home. And she knew that if she brought it and it was already wow, cooled and then it warmed up. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, this 60-year-old woman, <laughs> we got to get her on the show. Because she knows her beers and she wanted to get some yingling and bring it back home for her friends to have. So... She did. They didn't have it warm, by the way. So she got the cold stuff and tried to keep it cold on the way back. Well, Hopefully she like, made it. Oh, y'all, grandma brought <laughs> home some beer, you know. <laughs> so reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We've gotten a lot of people liking us on Facebook. We, we love that. Instagram as well. And you can always uh, email us if you'd like at goodswillpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Let's get into the featured beer today. Of course, we are talking about Iron City Beer. And like we do all the time, we're going to get some uh, Goodswill hunting, Goodswill advertising. Here's a listen. 
You ain't from Green Bay, right? You better not be from Baltimore. Nah, good. Hey guys, over here. This is Anthony, downtown Pittsburgh. I'm the official tour guide. Fact of the matter is the greatest city on the planet. Four reasons. Stillers, Kennywood, Heinz Cash Up, and Iron City Beer. Down there is Heinz Field. Stillers, you know, Super Bowl not. Only a jagoff doesn't like the Stillers. You gotta understand this. Iron City Beer. This stuff is legit. It even tastes like Pittsburgh. Probably because they use real Pittsburgh water. Goes great with a Primanti Brothers sandwich. There's one thing they could have done. Why is this bottle not black and gold like our blood? Other than that, it's perfect. Get yourself an Iron City and shut up. Cheese and crackers. That jack almost hit my car over there. Gotta go. Stullers. That's it. All right, so hopefully there's no hard feelings after that commercial. I'm craving a Permani Brothers. <laughs> you want a Permani Brothers? Oh, I love a Permani Brothers. <laughs> get those French fries you gotta on get the top. one with the egg on it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, you, they export those. Uh, you yes, get Permani Brothers is in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, there is an yeah. actual Permani Brothers. I've been to that one. Me too. Yeah, Look at you so guys. Good. You guys it's always so talk in Florida stuff. You know why? Because I went to here. a Miami Dolphins game with Steelers fans. Oh, shoot. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about the beer. So here's the description. This is an American lager by a Pittsburgh Brewing Company. It is 4.7% ABV. We've got a light, smooth, clean, sweet, and full is how it's described. Uh, somebody said it goes with brats, or brats, I think is how they would say it in Pittsburgh. Now, it's only got a 2.91 average for uh, uh, on untapped. Uh, we got this as a six-pack. 12 ounces, $7.99, which is 11 cents an ounce. So this meets our, our swill budget. So let's uh, crack them open and uh, see what we think with our first sip impressions. And uh, we'll start things out, of course. We like to start with Matt. And uh, let's do a good good, good impression here. Go ahead and take your swig and let me know what your, uh, what your thoughts are on that one. I see some, some pleased looks. A lot of people taking their sips and then glancing at the bottle. Matt's doing the thing that uh, sommeliers do and he's swishing it around in his mouth and uh <laughs> he's doing a lot of stuff over there so what do you think first sip impression you said it it's time for first sip impressions this first sip impression is brought to you by beer guys radio the craft beer podcast and talk radio show covering the world of craft beer with interviews news and new brews available wherever you get your podcasts uh it reminds me a lot of like a like a budweiser it's got kind of a that malty yeah. I taste malt. Yeah. And Brian, Brian's positive, nodding That wasn't at me. a positive face you just made, Matt. Nah, Interesting. I expected it to be crisper, I guess. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. But uh, a brown bottle, I can't really see. But, you know, it's, it's okay. I mean, I'll finish it because yeah. that's my rule. Well, we're just doing first sips impression right now. Okay. What about you, Brian? It is so weird how much Matt and I agree these days. <laughs> You're the I mean, insider. He's the outsider. I work in the beer industry. Brian's going to start drinking bush ice. Ice, but... Yeah, it's. I went in jaded because I'm. I grew up outside of Cleveland. I'm a Cleveland uh, Browns fan. Okay. I have to hate all things Pittsburgh. <laughs> so I wanted to hate this. Um, I'm not saying that I loved it, but hmm. it, it it it's it's maltier and sweeter and has an aftertaste that doesn't really sit well. Yeah, I, I need to have a few more saying. sips though. Right, keep it going. Come back keep to me going. later. Right, we will. That's the whole plan. Yeah, let's, let's that's that's that. kind of the, the rundown we do here. Nice. All right, Blaine, first sip impression. It's kind of heavy. Yeah. It's got a heaviness. I think that when I was doing the description, Blaine, full. I think that's what they meant. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting from it. And 
it, it makes me question how many I would have if you handed it to me in yeah. Pittsburgh and I was at a tailgate with some Steelers fans. I'd be like, all right, I'll drink their beer. <laughs> and then I'd be like, uh, okay, that, that was, yeah, one was fine, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'm still thinking on it, but it's heavy. Right, That's let's, my biggest let's take it over initially for a sip. All right. So let's talk about what we know about this brewery. Uh, this is the first time we've tried anything from uh, Pittsburgh Brewing Company. And we know there's a lot of good stuff that comes out of Pittsburgh. Uh, so give me some of the background on this brewery. So when you go to their website, they don't have a lot about the history. And I kind of felt like they were trying to hide something. Oh. I almost felt a little shady, a little sliminess on them. Really? And this, this is not the Cleveland fan of me. I just felt like, <laughs> why, why do I have to sure? dig so deep to figure out their history? It was founded in 1861 by Edward Fraunheim, and they claimed to be one of the first breweries to actually brew a lager in the United States. I, I really? didn't, ha- didn't know if I could verify that anywhere, but I felt that that was a bold claim. Um, in 1899, they formed a trust uh, with 21 other breweries in, the, in Pennsylvania and outside of Pittsburgh. Um, and that was something businesses were doing then to help grow rapidly. Um, and so they, be, they became the Pittsburgh Brewing Company that time, which in itself to me started to sound, okay, yeah, that does sound a little shady. Okay. They were really pulling together to grow. It's kind of like when, when in the crappier world, we knock a, a brewery for growing too fast or, sure. or saying, hey, I need to sell out. To, to grow. I kind of felt that they were doing that. Then they had a tendency throughout their history to buy other regional breweries around, uh, you know, Ohio and, and, you know, the surrounding states. Um, by 1977, they were one of only 49 breweries left in the USA. Uh, in 86, they were acquired. This is where things start to get shady. They were acquired by Allen Bonds Brewing Holdings out of Perth, Western Australia. Really? Out of Australia? And then in 91, Bond dropped them. Um, and, uh, and sold him to a Pittsburgher, Michael Carlo. Uh, he owned Pittsburgh Food and Beverage Company. Uh, that was in 91. In 95, he was hauled off to jail for <laughs> financial that? crimes. Oh, yeah, so this is where I'm saying there's some shadiness in the <laughs> okay. background here. You're saying true, true shadiness. Yeah, true shadiness. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they were then picked up by the same ownership group of Keystone Brewing Company, um, and then in 2005, yeah. the brewery filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Oh, they did. See, it's, it gets slimier and slimier. Really? Like, I don't know. I, I They tout this brewery loudly in Pittsburgh, but do they know anything about the brewery? Um, <laughs> He's calling people out. Easy, I am. Easy, no. In 2007, <laughs> um, they were brought out of bankruptcy by Unified Growth Partners. Um, today, they are owned by Rosebud Mining who purchased uh, Pittsburgh Rosebud Brewery mining? in 2018. Where so. do they mine? Rosebud. <laughs> All right. I thought Rosebud was a motel group in Canada, but I could be wrong. <laughs> you know, one thing we forgot to do is have the, the label described to us by Blaine. I'm so sorry, Blaine. That was taken right out no, of your hands. You, you know, need, is that a tear? Is that a tear? Let me help you with that. Let me help you with that. He's been glaring at you, Brian. Thanks for wiping my tears. You know, I've been staring at this bottle, this simple bottle, the beer drinker's beer. Iron City, PB Co. Trademark. So premium lager, family owned, brewed here. Family. So. <clears throat> oh shoot, Brian he's going back Brian to his took notes. Issue with family owned. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just reading the label over here, and then yeah, I'm going sure to go there's to a fa- family that owns stock in the company somewhere. <laughs> so yeah. uh, brewed in Latrobe. Pennsylvania by Pittsburgh Brewing Company, IronCityBeer.com. Yeah. 
And that's it. It's just not to be confused red. with those glass-lined tanks of old Latrobe. <laughs> right. All right. It's actually brewed in the fact in the brewery, I believe, that made. Uh, oh, when I look at this, it's like when I have a chili so it is or something. I don't know. It's like in a, the same place from Rolling Rock. And yeah. Orange. Which I don't think Rolling Rock has brewed there anymore. I think they're brewed up in Wisconsin. All right. All right. So before we get to our final thoughts on this beer, what are we supposed to be tasting here, Matt? You know, it's Style it's guy. really hard to. <sighs> We know it's not an adjunct lager, so we're going to go with the light lager description. But given its level of maltiness, I yeah, don't feel like that that fits either. But um, pre-prohibition lager, maybe. Oh, give me a second here. I mean, we could. I mean, it's it's definitely a, a fuller beer. Than I feel a, like it's, it's not a light. It's, it's at too all. heavy for like an American lager. Yeah. I don't know. Agreed. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what we can come up with style guide wise, but I think that's going to be kind of hard to, to, to pin it. I'm curious what you, what would a comp be, uh, Brian, in your opinion for uh, Iron City? I thought Budweiser because that's a big American lager, yeah. but doesn't taste anything like a Budweiser would. No. Um, I don't know anything that tastes this bad. I mean, tastes like this. Tastes like that. Yeah. Um, but let's just go with Budweiser for easy comparison purposes. What about a Sam Adams? Oh, don't do that the same. <laughs> oh, really? You like it that much? Okay. No, no, I, I can see that. It's a little maltier like that kind of. I wish I could see the color of it here. Or yeah, you could pour it in your hand and drink it out. All right, what do you got, Matt? You didn't find anything? <laughs> You're that, failing us over nothing, there. Nothing that fits this. You know, the pre-prohibition lagers would be like your Narragansett and your Yinglings. You know, this is... I'd go there. I'd go there. I'd go Yingling. Go yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you got? Uh, let's see here. Um... You all right? <laughs> do you need to borrow my reading glasses? Yes. I... Should, we, should we skip over the style guy? Do you need a bush light first? Or bush ice first to help you <laughs> get with your this outside? man a bush ice stat? I, I mean, We're losing w- without looking at the style guide, I mean, it's it's got that heaviness of Budweiser, of, you know, Coors Original, yeah. like yeah. all of okay. your, all yeah. your yeah. original beers. Like, But the the flavor that stays with me when I drink a Coors Banquet versus this, it's not, I'm just saying it's not as, pleasant yeah no i agree but, but it's it's heavy full beer 100%. it is a heavy full beer all right let's just get right to you know what thought okay i could see if you're once you get past the first two in my book once you get past the first two you can drink whatever the hell you want because you're not going to taste them anymore anyway so i mean if it's this <laughs> and it's cheap yeah i'm, I'm going to drink it i'm not going to give it more than a three because that's kind of my middle of the road you yeah. know uh, unless i really want to stomp on a beer i'm you know, I'll give it a three. And you're not a Budweiser okay. fan. All right. What about you? I'm not a Budweiser fan. You know what? what I, where I would drink this, if I'm at a tailgate and I have a brat in one hand or maybe a hamburger in one hand, I, this is good food beer. This goes well with food, with the maltiness. Oh, yeah. And that would help counter. There's a weird aftertaste I don't like, almost yeah. like a plasticky uh, aftertaste. The, the, that would help take away that aftertaste and make this a more palatable beer. Um, I would just have one with my meal, though, and then I'd go grab a yingling. Because if, if, if I'm drinking this at a tailgate, it's going to only be in Pittsburgh, and there has to be yingling somewhere. <laughs> I'm dropping a two and a half on this one. Two and a half? I was yeah. thinking the same thing. Like, I wanted food with this. Yeah. Like a chili dog or something. Some really good point. food with a heavy Ooh, beer. Permani Brothers. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and give my rank, oh, which yeah. uh, I'm going to give it a 2.75. 2.75. You know, I completely agree. This would go well with a brat or something like that. Like, maybe if you were at a tailgate or at a football game, get some of that, that food, that... That bar food kind of that would probably help this out quite a bit, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of feeling. I don't think I'd drink another one of these. I'll give it a two and a half as well. So you know, it's it's not terrible. I think it's worth a try. I'm glad we tried it, but I don't think it's something I would stock in my fridge. So next week, this is gonna be fun because next week we're starting to get into pool season, right? Ooh. 
So that means we're going to start talking pool beers. Light what beers are for my some? <laughs> we're trying I thought, to I thought so Matt you keep the your. Speedo. We want you to help keep your dad bod, and uh, we're going to talk pool beer as a good pool beer. And next week we'll talk about hopping nomad IPA to see if that might be something to bring to the pool with you. This has been Good Swill Hunting. Join us next week. There you go. How's come you got to talk smack about Iron City? Why do you get that? You come up there, you're going to get laid out. For the rest of yins, yins are going to like Iron City. He ain't supposed to find it in a guidebook. It's unlike any brewery around. Just like Pittsburgh, ain't like any city. I'm going to go get one now. Seize ya.